0: We are back for Season 2 of Chit Chat with Corley. That's right. They, uh, they, being me, the radio TV t- teacher, have been asking for another season here. So we're going to get it going. And we're joined in the very first episode of Season 2 by three men that everyone here at Whiteland knows. And if they don't, they're not paying attention. Sitting in the big comfy chair today, we've got Gunnar Renard, John Preston, and Zach Rudolph. Guys, thanks for, so much for... Uh, being the first episode here of season two. Thanks, Thanks, for Thanks for having us, man. Now we did just get over. Stop.
1: Why did we start with Gunner?
0: Gunner sitting in chair one, man. I'm just going right He's to left. He's got Mike one. I'm actually Mike four. So you know, okay. You know, this was
1: planned wow. out. hospitality. <laughs> We're going
0: by uh, maybe weight in order. <laughs> well, then you're staying. Because <laughs> that's what I was about to lead into. Was we just got over from the football building and John? You brought some. Uh, some you've been smoking uh throughout the course of the day smoking meat yes yeah, smoke smoke and and meat, meat. Are there. Yeah. i guess i should have clarified that. <laughs> <Yeah>. smoking meat <laughs> yes, yes yes uh some good barbecue so we uh felt a little bit lethargic over here but uh you know we're going to talk a little bit about everything of course the reason that most people know you guys is because of football and your energetic personalities here in the hallways of whiteland let's start with football we're getting ready for week one against columbus east we just came off the scrimmage with Jeffersonville jeffersonville i know that a lot of the fans are excited The students are obviously excited to get out to columbus east in the fan bus how are you all feeling as we head into week oh, one?
1: How cool was that, though, as a scrimmage? I mean, to have all those kids there. Uh, we have not had that in years. Obviously, COVID has kind of hurt us a little bit there. But, I mean, to have that many fans at week zero, I guess, is pretty cool. Um, we're excited. I, I, I think you can all feel it around here. I mean, we definitely can. The kids can. But, I, we, obviously, football season week one is something that we all look forward to all year. I mean, we're football coaches for a reason. But, this year is just different uh this group of kids is is special uh i think to each one of us and we're excited to get started uh it's a long road i mean we're here you know it's sunday and the reason i'm smoked meat is because we always meet on sundays defensively so it is the start of a long season for us but um we're in week one and i I couldn't be more excited and
0: gunner i know that uh Friday, uh, amidst a busy day for myself, you found time to bother me to make you a graphic. So football, the no-fly zone uh, graphic, that's now your profile picture. How are you feeling about going into week one? You know, uh, I'm glad week zero doesn't count.
2: We, we might have given one up, but uh, that's on me. That's on me. It's going to be a no-fly zone. The picture goes hard. We're going to go hard.
0: <laughs> and then, Rudy, I know uh, you're the one I probably talk to the most around here because your room is just down the hallway from mine. So how how are you feeling about Columbus East, the team? You know, last year that most people know, we beat twice, but new year, new new players on the roster. How are you feeling?
3: Not just do we talk the most, you steal most of my coffee. All right, yes. you steal most of my time, and Maybe. I'm the one that makes that coffee every morning. You are fair. No, we're feeling confident. Um, I think our kids are veteran team. I think we have 32 seniors. We call them Dirty Thirty. Uh, they're excited. They have a bunch of confidence built going into that's this a, week. Now that's a graphic I need to make. Dirty Thirty. 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 Baby. 30, 30. All right, get them in here. They'll love it. Coach no, Preston's got the hat.
1: I do. New season, new theme, 30-30.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that. I was yep. wondering. When I walked in, I kind of <laughs> just glanced at it. I didn't really think because you always wear your, you know, run saber hat.
1: Yeah, we had to change it up. New, new year, new group of guys. So they each one gets their own saying. I try to put it on our article of clothing I wear during game day, and so this year we got the hat with the 30-30. There you go. Well,
0: yeah, so like I said, that game will be on Friday. Um, this podcast should hopefully be out uh Monday the 15th at the latest so if you're listening to this and you're a fan a student that's wanting to make it to Columbus East again we have a fan bus first 50 people to sign up make sure you're there make sure you're loud and like you said John that was I was actually surprised to walk in I'm like dang there are yeah. quite a few and even Mr. Eden said Pretty good gate overall, just fans in general. Uh, but nice to see that the fans are, uh, especially the students, coming out and ready to support. And uh, one more thing I want to touch on football. and I know we're gonna, uh, you all do not, do not, do not like to look forward because it is a one and zero mentality. <laughs> Every time you step in, it doesn't matter what we're talking about. It's one and zero. But that being said, of course, the big news this off was with the, the realignment and the reclassification of teams. Cathedral moves up. New Pal moves down. And a lot of people are looking around saying we're going to be moving up in two years too just by how fast this school is growing so in the back of your head i know and we may have to dig very far back as i know it's one to know but this two-year window what does it mean for whiteland in terms of we know that the gas you have to put the foot on the gas pedal right now in terms of this is our window for a state title potentially
1: So I I think that's kind of the misconception of one and no mentality, right, is it's not that we only think about the one in front of us. It's that we understand the bigger picture and we see what's coming down the road. But in order to get there and to do what we want to do, we have to go one and no in everything we do and that's where you have to focus on what's in front of you not what's down the road but it doesn't mean you can't think about it I, I think having the goal of getting to you know Lucas Oil um, even though some of us might not be allowed to go into Lucas Oil uh, it, it's something that it's on the back of our minds it's on everybody's mind and I brought it, it I don't like I'm not allowed in Lucas Oil for um, being a Patriots fan whatever <laughs> and so it, having that always there is something that helps us focus on going one and everything we do early on. Um, it is I mean I, everyone sees it. It's a good shot. You know it's a good shot. There, There's a lot of good teams ahead of us and a lot of teams that are coming back with truthfully more talent than we have on the field coming back but we think we just have the right pieces right now to put it all together. Um, but that being said you have to again take care of the small things in front of us and that's what going 1-0 this week is going to mean yeah you gotta acknowledge the fact that
2: you know the chance is here you know we we have a window um not saying we didn't have one before but the window is very clear now um if we can take care of what we need to take care of you know want to know one thing at a time that 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 bigger picture is still in, in the grasp.
3: well and i think that's important right where we outline hey here's our path it doesn't matter what our path is if we lose week one through ten right it doesn't matter um so Reiterating, going 1-0 every day will set us up to our bigger goals in November.
0: Well, let's get away from football for a second and talk about you all as people because you all have all come from very different backgrounds. You know, John, always like to joke, is our brash Northeast guy that he comes and, you know, like, if you didn't know he's from the Northeast, someone has to say it. And you're like, yeah, that makes sense. So, <laughs> John is from New Hampshire originally. How did you make your way to Indiana? Because I know a lot of it is through football. Yeah, but. Uh,
1: football has brought me everywhere, obviously. But uh, I actually, I, I from New Hampshire, I was born and raised. I went to high school in Massachusetts um, to a boarding, boarding school, which aren't, I mean, if you guys know Culver Academy, it's similar, but still very different than Culver. Um, from there, um, Lake Forest College, brand new head coach, uh, interim head coach thought I was good enough to play for them um, I should have been because they were like two and eight and so he came down um, got me to go at least visit Chicago which I was trying to stay local with colleges but for some reason kind of took a chance to go out there um, didn't know until I brought up to my parents that my uncle who I'm named after actually graduated from Lake Forest College yeah. and I had no idea um, until they went go to my dad and say hey this school from Mount Chicago wants, wants me out there um, and then we have three guys down there now um, and it's truthfully because we need just step on campus, it's beautiful and so got me out of Chicago from there uh, started coaching college football, uh, did that for five years uh, got real sick of, um, you think football coaches spend time in the in the rooms now, I mean college football is a different animal and you're out recruiting all the time, was sick of it, um, always wanted the small town football experience, never got it in life um, this job came open and applied and drove down here met with coach fisher and i think a couple of weeks later i was hired and done so.
0: and then rudy i know that you uh for those that don't know actually played for the enemy uh greenwood uh to start your high school career but then talk about kind of you you came to whiteland and then now just getting to coach for your alma mater
3: i'll be honest i came back and i came here from greenwood for one reason and one reason only it's darren fisher uh, he does things right and um I think everybody that's talked with him, met with him, worked with him. He he is a first-class human, and that's why we have the success we do here at Wyoming.
1: And if you know Coach Rudolph, you'd know he was going to suck up right there and drop Darren Fisher. Absolutely. There, yeah. <laughs> now, there is There was
0: a funny story that Coach Fisher told me last year when we were sitting on the sideline of Greenwood. He's like, ask Rudy about the, the jersey
3: story. So I want you to tell the people that are listening about that. Uh, that was before your senior year, correct? This was my senior year, yeah. So long story short, Greenwood was an 8-0 at the time, uh, number one in mid-state. We were 6-3 or something like that six and two and uh leading into that game so i have a bunch of buddies at greenwood um the night before the game put a jersey all right, my middle school jersey they found it somewhere in my uh, mailbox and had said like eight no tonight tomorrow nine and no. um so that was a story nice <laughs> little motivation we ended Got up beating 56 35. did that uh did that middle school jersey still fit uh, not even close. <laughs> not no. Even close. Not even close.
0: Yeah, I think he said you still have the jersey, though, don't you? No, we burned it. Oh, you burned, burned it. Okay. It night, yeah. All right. And then, of course, Coach Renard, you are from Owen Valley. I uh, made the joke last year when we played him in basketball, the Fighting Renards. So, um, <laughs> talk about too, because it's a little bit different. You know, very small school, but that kind of that small school upbringing, if you will, in terms of football and how that shaped you know where you're at today.
2: Yeah, I'd say it's probably the opposite story of of Coach Preston, right? Um, I started in a really small area. I always tell my students the first day of school that there are more people in this building right now than in my entire town I grew up in. The population sign is smaller than our school population, so um, it's a very different world. I, I obviously grew up there, and then I went to Hanover College, um, which is another small area, very rural, um, and eventually worked my way um, once I graduated into uh, Columbus East. I had a connection there. Um, my dad had some friends, and so I got connections hired. throughout the
3: state. <laughs> I, uh, got to know hi- people. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got hired there. Um, I was there for about a year and a half. You include um, a temporary sub leave I picked up as a um, student teaching. So I was there. Um, and then my wife, she got accepted into med school at Marion. So uh, we decided we needed to get up closer to Indy and um, it ended up landing here. So that's how I got here. Uh, and then John, you know, he mentioned that he wanted the small town football field. I wanted the big-town football (laughs) field and so comparatively it is right it's it's big-town football compared to where i came from um there's obviously i I love where i came from but uh this is a a
0: different animal now when it comes to coaching obviously you have to have energy there's you know i think coach fisher from the outside people say well he doesn't really strike me as an energy guy unless you're there at practice every day or like certain times you see him on the sideline but he keeps himself so composed everyone knows your energy guys but i think one thing that always struck me or has struck me over the first two years that I've known you guys is that that doesn't stop at the football field. You'll bring that into the hallways of Whiteland. Is that something that you've just kind of had your entire life? It's something that you're like, hey, we've got to bring that energy to try to just pass it on the kids. What is the reason for the energy? I mean, it's tough sometimes to get up in the morning and get here at at 720. But you guys are always you know, the ones that are like,
3: okay, if I hear a voice down the hallway, it's probably one of your all's. Well, I think it starts with being passionate about kids, right? Um, Changing them, being a good model in their in their life, and helping them and achieve whatever they want. Um, So it starts there. I think that passion you see, that energy you see, is is passionate about kids.
1: Yeah, I've been fortunate enough. You know, I've always been this guy. I'm I'm a Type A God help personality. personality. Yeah, Yeah, no, God bless him. But. it helps because many places I've been in life, I've absolutely loved that place. And if you love being where you're at every day, you're going to naturally give off positive energy. And I love the kids at Whiteland, and I love our football players, and I love everybody that truthfully tries to go above and beyond for Whiteland, whether it's on the academics field, academic field, um, athletics, whatever. Even you know, and there's a common misconception that you know the football coach isn't you know doesn't like the band or whatever, but I think what they do is as hard as anything else, you know, air, absolutely. And they don't have any limits on what they can do. Right. So they're out there for, you're right. Eight, 10 hours a day. and It's like, Holy cow. Like that I mean, that's intense, but they're going above and beyond for Whiteland. And that's what I respect the most. And that's, you know, when I was at Lake Forest, we had the same thing. It, it's easy to be the positive vibes around when you, you like where you're at or you like who you're with. And that's what we have right now.
2: That's also easy to, you know, have those vibes if, if you're just being yourself, right? Like he's saying, you buy into where you're at, you got no choice. This is where you're at, you know, and at Owen Valley or Whiteland, right? You buy in and, and it's natural. It's not a an act, um, what you're seeing from anybody.
1: And it helps to have allies. It really does. I mean, we all have our bad days. There's days I dread, you know, being here so early and, you know, whatever happens in the building. But if I'm down, these two aren't down, they have to play the opposite. Effect. And so that has the effect where you know, we can have our bad days we can have our good days we got to help each other out and we do that pretty much i mean not just them three us three but uh, throughout our whole staff really Absolutely. and that's kind of what you see most yeah,
0: i'd say because too then if you think about how long of a grind football is and you know it's not just you know week 0 from the scrimmage to whenever your last game is of the season it's you know starting in the spring with getting guys in the weight room and you know the, some of those i call them, i call them combine days just where we're doing our max outs and stuff all the way through you know you get into the summer and all that how important is it not just to have you know there's other coaches that are not on this podcast that you will are very close with but just for you three specifically you know dumb dumber and dumbest if you will <laughs> to have each other throughout that
1: grind going to have you and you know again be surrounded by God, three young coaches it's competition corley it really is i'll never let them be here at something i'm not at i'll never let them be you know it, truthfully i we push each other i think uh, and that's kind of what it what helps us is yeah it absolutely sucks waking up in the morning and try having to be here before the kids are even here and set stuff up and everything but all right, here we go. I got the eyes from Zach. How you many know, summer
3: days did you miss? Weddings had had and whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I had one
1: wedding this summer. Uh-huh. Missed one practice. Somebody <laughs> took off a whole week for their honeymoon last no, year. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: I would say too that uh, you know with those summers as well, that's got to be a fun time for you all because you know yes, you all are the energy in the building as well. You know when it comes to teaching as well, but it's also like you all are football guys. There's no secret about that. That to get to You know completely focused for two months or three months whatever it may be solely on football and see guys grow that's got to be a fun time of the year for you all absolutely Uh, yeah Yeah, yeah. um
1: one it's fun because you know you're it's our time it's our time just and you know obviously school doesn't revolve around football but we are football guys it's what we do and there's nothing wrong with being a football guy and being a teacher i mean i'd argue that some of your strongest teachers are football guys and so that's always a fun thing but seeing any kid grow whether it's in the classroom or on the football field but when you're with them all the time in the weight room running you know Peyton Everton our starting tailback, wanted to break a 40-time so bad this year, and he worked his behind off to do it. And watching him, even though he was a starting running back last year and our dude, still going to be our dude, but having to work for something so minimal and truthfully in the grand scheme of things was, was pretty cool to see. Yeah,
2: the success of a football team, you know, revolves around the the family atmosphere that, that's a, the team, right? And and all those moments in the summer and spring and and leading into the fall kind of culminate that family feel and that's that's you know that's what takes you far you know you can have good athletes you can have a good scheme but if it's all not wrapped together with with the good environment then then what's it worth
3: well yeah. i, I also think that a football a successful football season or a negative football season dictates the vibe of that school throughout the year yeah. i've been Absolutely. i was around when we were 2 and 7 right and it was negative around this building right we had a successful season that next season it's con- completely 180 with the student body and their buy-in to that daily grind come february and it kind of
0: gives you something to look forward to at the end of the week as well you know, <laughs> Absolutely, exactly and if you're you know going to watch your two and seven football team you're like yeah we're probably gonna lose again it right. kind of sucks that energy out now gunner you mentioned family rudy you're really the only i guess if you will family man whoa let me got babies too we have
1: yep. i have two sons i have one daughter they're just a little furry. And they walk on four legs. Four don't.
0: legs. I am the
3: mature one, yes, sir.
0: You're the one with the kids. So I guess <laughs> yes. that brings me, how do you balance? Because it is so many hours that you have to put in during football season that, uh, you know, there's times I would ask you, hey, what are you doing on this Friday when we're in the off season? in the spring? You're like, bro, I've got a kid now. Like, yeah. uh, I just spent the entire last five, six months not being around as much. So, how do you balance, you know, that
3: responsibility? I have an amazing wife. Number one. Um, number
0: two. We got Darren
1: Fisher and now the wife. Yeah. We're good. It's is there
0: exactly. anybody? Do we just want to go ahead and start playing yeah. the
1: Grammy? Duke music? Lines. Duke <laughs> Lines <laughs> is going to come up here pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. um Mr. For, Edens. <laughs> we'll see. Doctor Spray is going to get a, a <laughs> shout out here.
3: No, um, I do. That's no joke. I have an amazing wife. That's right now watching my kid while I'm able to do this, um, and she's she supports your me. kid. Is it, is it your, it's your it's t- my baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, she says hi, Dada, right now. Okay. Um, but, gosh dang it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, um, and and she keeps me um, centered, right? She keeps me. Hey, you know you're f- like last night, all right? Um, hey, you can go to football because I know week one's really important. But Sunday night, you better be in here, right? Spending time with your kid, your your baby, our baby, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and getting the laundry done. So. About that's to like, get
0: a, piece like a of mail boss. saying like, "Hey, uh, you haven't been around <laughs> much during football season. Here's your child support payment." You yes, know, that's
2: like. that's that.
3: Exactly. No, it all sen- it all centers me on that. So, um, and just Coach Fisher's been able to um, stop. All right, <laughs> Coach Fisher's been able to um, like to tonight do Zoom meetings, so I'm able to be home with my my family.
1: It is impressive. I mean, I, I was worried last year when he I mean, also mean I don't remember the first one he ever told, but um, different uh, w- story. Well, yeah, last year, you know, I was worried when he was having the kid that. Not that we, I always never you get the full Zach, but it's uh, people tell me it's a lot. And so, uh, you know, I didn't know if he was going to have the ability to do what he's still doing, which is impressive. Thank you to Caitlin.
2: Absolutely. I agree.
0: Now, for you guys, John, and even for you too, Rudy, uh, you know, there has to be some kind of balance as well. Like, you have to find those those times where, like, I've got to just step away from football. So, Gunnar, speaking of asking people to hang out, because I'm like, hey, you know, it's – it's february and there's no basketball game tonight or whatever you're always like oh i can't i'm going back to uh back home so what are, what are you doing with your free time you know
2: i can't do trivia on tuesday night at 8:30 <laughs> on a school night you know i got an early bedtime an early bedtime
0: plus like if you like gift cards you just need to play with me because i'm a i'm, I'm a, trivia beast i'm so. a
2: liability in trivia so you don't want me there anyways but uh free time for me uh obviously spent with the wife um you know, as much as she needs as I need, and then uh, video games. I'm a big video game man.
0: Yeah, we were just talking before we came on live that you and John used to have a Twitch stream. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, that was uh, Trenchfoot Gunner. Um, <laughs> that was my other
0: persona during COVID. Uh, we,
2: we in all seriousness, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. But at the same time, you know, we didn't have school. It was right after they told us no more school for the year. It wasn't for us at all,
1: truthfully. Yeah, yeah we. we I mean, you remember COVID. We were about the kids. Yeah, and absolutely. And they didn't see us for so long, and so we wanted to kind of give them a place they could go and kind of just, I mean, hear our voice as silly as it sounds. What, what was your streamer name? I just – Gunner just streamed me in. Okay. I was just a voice, uh, yeah. and I would die a lot. But um, <laughs> it, it was just an outlet for them to kind of stay in touch with us a little bit.
2: Yeah, like we, we just have 20 or so football players in there. That's about the most. But yeah. 20, or, 20 or so <laughs> football players in there and, and – you know a couple other random students but um, they just watch us play video games and it was a way to kind of connect and get everybody in one spot for you know an hour or two and um, a good way to kill some time when there's nothing else to do in the world so
0: yeah I think that's the one thing too I forget about because this is this gonna be my third year now uh, that we're in that yeah last year and the year before we're tough and especially, I guess I've been in the 2020, 21 year. That's when we had that hybrid schedule, but I was not here for, you know, the, when it all shut when down, it, all shut down oh, and yeah. it was, you know, I'm, I'm listening to people talk about how they had to do, I uh, think, uh, you know, a plug for one of our other podcasts, glory days when B Roy and <laughs> Great podcast, yeah. we're talking about, yeah, we had to get in front of a Google Meet camera <laughs> and do like APC <laughs> and like, we're doing up downs and you know, like you're like, Hey, uh, I'm going to go get a water and you're, trying to be like no no you have to like no you got to stay here or stay in front of the camera <laughs> and then if you're now. doing like push-ups you can't even see that they're actually they could just be laying on the floor so <laughs> you, Rudy you've been around the weight room a lot because you uh used to well, you were at the middle school before oh, that correct correct yeah so how was uh how was that balancing like we're trying to do gym class or you know lifting and all this stuff or just being creative how was how do you how do you make that happen
3: uh, extremely hard uh from a football perspective back to football luckily our staff was able to also we have I don't know, 12 coaches or something like that. Twelve. Twelve, yeah. So we were able to split into teams, individual teams. So each coach had a team that was able to Zoom with their guys and, you know, make sure they're working out, hold them accountable, check in, see what they need. So from a football perspective, that was taken care of. Everybody else, it was Flipgrid. It was doing what everybody else was doing, Google Meets and things like that. So it was a different balancing act. Um, but it was a lot of body weight stuff. I think milk jugs, we had milk jugs. We had, um, you know, you would variation to squats or push ups like holds and stuff like that. So it's just a different balance.
0: Now now that we're in the I would say this is going to be, I'm hoping, our first normal year. There hasn't been anything in terms of, you know, COVID that's really entered into the chat yet. We'll see. There's, you know some Except for COVID. Monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> monkey pox, yeah, this could be the monkey pox season. Knock we'll on what that doesn't happen. But uh on the flip side, this is that's not the only stuff that you all are involved in. So John talk to me about the decision last year um if if you're not tweeting about football you're tweeting about lacrosse to take on the lacrosse program and Rudy you got involved in that as well (laughs) and for anybody that followed along knows you know there was some ups and downs to the season if you will (laughs) but it seemed like uh, from a perspective of getting again you know kids to get involved it was a huge success
1: so I obviously played lacrosse back east it's a major sport back home Um, I actually played in college too um Came, gave it up, thought, hung up my stick and thought I was done, um, and there were points this year I wish I was, uh, but uh, ever since I've been down here, um, the Whiteland Lacrosse Group um, has reached out and kids have asked me to come over and coach, because it's just not big here yet in Indiana in general. Um, I always wanted to coach lacrosse at some point in my life, it's a great sport, um, but I saw the opportunity, truthfully what it did, um, or what I wanted to do, um, was... It gave us another outlet for our football guys to play at spring sport, obviously. Um, but there were kids that played on that team that are from every aspect of the school. Mm-hmm. And the coolest part of the entire year was and I, this is something I've been trying to work on, kind of with our guys in Whiteland in general. But we're so branched out, and we don't combine enough. And I think you actually do a great job of it within this here in this room. But um, we we tend to stick to our own sectors. Like football players are football players, basketball players are basketball players. Band kids play do band, choir does choir, and we don't interact with each other enough. And Whiteland's only two thousand kids, and if we don't intermingle and interact with each other and help each other out in different avenues, we're not going to be successful in anything we do. And I saw lacrosse as kind of a way to help start that a little bit. Um, We had kids from cross country, from band, from soccer, from all over. Um, Had enough to get a full girls team, had 80 total kids, 36 girls, 58 boys. It got so big that I had to reach out to Rudy and say, hey, do you want to learn a completely new sport that you know nothing about and still don't? Um, (laughs) But with that came a lot of challenges. you know, and not a lot of people know, but every kid played for free. Um, that was a big thing for us is it's an expensive sport, and that's one of the reasons it struggles in Indiana, um, and I wanted to make it free for everyone. So we did a lot of legwork to uh, get equipment, donated to us from all over the country, um, and everyone played for free, which was pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, even
0: had uh, one of my buddies from, that I knew from yeah, I was you, you the yep. Smokies. He was yep. a lacrosse guy down in, uh, in Georgia. I think he played a little bit in college. and yeah. uh, I'm trying to remember what, what the college was he played down there. But anyways, and I was like, hey, you know, we're trying to get some. He's like, yeah, I've got some sticks and all that. And I was like, send them. Like, yeah. They need them. So it was pretty had, cool to see
1: those packages start to roll in. We had a professional cross team donate stuff. Um, we had, you know, schools from all over the country that wanted to help us out. Um i'm still getting boxes right now to be honest with you i got two last week of lacrosse gear that's being donated still so um it, it was a big success um and obviously i couldn't have done it without coach rudolph and a couple other people that helped out coach engel and uh, unfortunately um, coach grace who is still at our girls coach but no longer teaches here um but i i mean it, it was a fun it was fun it ended up being the best thing that i did in the spring for sure
3: i think one of the returns. Delayed returns happened this fall for me. Was we have a cross country kid that runs on our track, obviously with a cross country team. Nate G, baby. Uh, two years ago, you'd never told me that football players are stopping practice and high five and Nate G, yeah. right? So the guys that played lacrosse play football, uh, high five and Nate G as he's doing his miles or whatever crazy thing. Yeah. Coach Kern has him doing so that that was a return on that. And
0: yeah. then Gunner, I, I got to give you a little flack here, and I don't know the decision behind, it, so you can tell me to lay off if you don't know. But you were supposed to be helping Webby. <laughs> coach, a, coach so, a little golf, and that do, fell apart.
2: Do, do you want, like, the political answer or the real answer?
0: <laughs> I mean, whatever you're comfortable with, I would love the real it, answer. Well, uh,
2: you know, originally I wanted to help Coach Webby because he's my friend, right? Um, but more because I love golf and I wanted to play every day. Um, but the the position that I was offered was sort of a bus driver, um, and <laughs> I just didn't feel like driving the bus. Plus, my wife and I went through the process of buying a house in the okay. spring, so... Logistically, it wouldn't have worked out. So, so then that's when Shantz stepped in, and he was. That, yep. He got to take that bus driver role on. A- after I resigned, um, <laughs> that was my suggestion. So there
1: are a couple of us here that have resigned. <laughs> yeah, there, was, there was one
0: Fired. one weekend. We don't that, quit though. There was we one weekend resigned. that I was actually supposed to, because Shant's couldn't make it for whatever reason. That was the Jennings County Invitational, and I was like, "Yeah, man, like I'll I'll totally do that." Like, you know, Webby's fun to be around. We had a really fun team last year, and I started thinking about it. It got rained out. I was like, "Man, I'm." Actually, really glad that got rained out because Jennings County, on like you can't go eighty down the highway in the bus. You have to, I think, the maximum is sixty three. They tell you. Yep. Yeah. And I'm thinking that is a haul. Absolutely. Then you're getting, and you have to get there for a non AMT time. Then you're there for eighteen holes. You have to wait for scores to come in. Not only 18. Take everybody. Not back.
2: only eighteen holes. Five people to finish eighteen holes do in you? a line
0: of you know fifty. Do you golf? I do a little bit. I played the scramble this past okay. year. Um, How'd you shoot? Our team was twelve under. That's I don't really. No, 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 no. How'd you shoot? Um my game started off okay not my best <laughs> scramble out of the yeah. two years i've played the political answer d- i got it deteriorated <laughs> d- towards the end like dramatically um but no it's fun because this year we had uh dave huken we had uh Go. taylor trish from the middle school and then my uncle played and uh it was a good time and uh I, w- I would like to have more time to play in the summer and i guess i do it's more so like it gets expensive it's if you don't expensive. have a membership yeah. um but no and, and you know, speaking of Dave, I wanted to touch on him because we talk about energy guys. He's and the, the best guys. Dave, Dave you can, if Dave, you start to watch, we're going to start to try to stream some of our podcast as well. You'll notice we've got some new furniture in here that he donated. It's a, from an old entertainment center. So actually what we want to do, if you look behind you right here, you'll see these little shelves. I'm uh, I'm going to ask football if you can find us an old out-of-use helmet with the Done. Warrior logo on it. Easy. We'll put that. And I kind of want to make it like a Dan Patrick type setup where we put trinkets up there and just whatever. And just kind of start making it feel more like at home in here and that's kind of why we uh what put, about
2: a, what about an ov helmet
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it can sit in there we'll probably take it out every time we actually stream <laughs> <Thank you. but laughs> yeah we got we've got the comfy chairs that you're sitting in now we just wanted to make it feel more like a studio and less like a a big room that's got a computer in it
1: so oh like i said i mean before like what you're doing here's really cool that's like cool. It, i mean y- to see some of our athletes go around interviewing kids and people coming in interviewing our kids like it's it's going to pay off in the long end like it's something that not a lot of schools are doing right now
0: the the positive for me was this year you know uh, you remember last year we had that fall picture day video and I was the one filming it and you know kind of the athletes did the interviews but I was the one that came back here and edited it and that's the year that you all had the the bowling shirts (laughs) that everyone loved and it and, uh, you know, for me, like that's the, that is the nice thing about my job is I still have, you know, I get to make the graphics, and I can mm-hmm. and I can do my own videos when I have time, so it allows me a creative outlet. But it was really cool to see this year that Jaden Collins and David Mathis and Miles Matson, they're you know, like, hey, we want to do this Would You Rather game. And there's sometimes where I'm like, you know, I've seen people try stuff like this where there's a lot of moving parts, like you're trying to get athletes as they're doing other stuff, yeah. and and getting it out in a timely fashion where it's not, hey, we're five weeks into fall, and the picture day was five weeks ago. And they pulled it off, and it was nice to see, like, okay, we're starting to get to the point where these kids can create that same kind of content that I'm creating and and get it done quickly.
1: You're you're a big kind of let them try and fail, though, guy, because you let a lot of kids, not that a lot of kids fail, but you let a a lot of kids kind of just do whatever kind of idea they want. Yeah, and I would would say that
0: uh, this year, especially now that I've had, you know, this is my third year with some kids, they start to know now when they are, like, I let them know if they have failed. Like, same thing, like, (laughs) for you old football coaches, same thing, you're not going to be like, you know you're gonna say yeah get it next time but you're right. also gonna me like you know how to do this yeah. like you got to do this better yeah mm-hmm. and so we had a kid that you know he made a, one of our previews wrong the other day and I was like you know the little ones we put out on Twitter and I was like dude this is your third year here and the microphone settings are wrong you didn't use the rule of third like this this is not acceptable mm-hmm. I'm like you know better and yeah. so there's that kind of you now we're getting to that there's point now
1: not enough of that in school anymore so that. is yeah. that like would you say that's your hardest thing in here is it like Let's call it space bait. This was not a big deal before you got here, like any of this, and so getting kids to really like not take it serious, but to say like this is a class, so like, you're easy gonna, class. yeah, it's not an easy A, like you're because that's what it used yeah, to be. Yeah, I mean,
0: I I think the one thing that's been the probably the most difficult thing is I, I mean, I start off by telling the kids at the beginning of the year, this is an easy A class if you do what you're supposed to. Sure, and I think biggest, we all say that. Biggest, <laughs> I think every teacher could say yeah, that. Biggest part of it is <laughs> a getting the people to sign up for the outside broadcast, right? Like. We had some basketball games last year. We moved to two camera for football and basketball last year, which was awesome. It gives us you know that close up angle, but there was some games where a camera person just either wouldn't show up or we didn't get someone to sign up. And I'm trying to stress to them like we don't want to have every broadcast except for one or two look the same. Like they all need to look like that. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing is allowing kids to be creative while also not being stupid. If that makes sense, like this isn't us just making a dumb YouTube video. This is. You know, we're trying to create stuff that not you and your buddy are going to laugh at, but like everyone enjoys. And that's why I try to tell kids, if you look at what our three most watched videos are in terms of content, it's going to be something sports related, something band related or something choir related. And the reason is because there's There's huge participation numbers (laughs) and everyone, you know, so people watching like, oh, that's my friend that got interviewed. And so that's not to say, hey, don't go, go do a short film or whatever. But you have to have high quality when you do that for people to enjoy it. And that, even even some of the, the funny small stuff, like the Roomba thing that we that's did with a, Dave. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. point that out. Like, that's like, some of the best qual- people stuff. People like Dave, yeah. it's kind of lo- it's you know low-key humor, but it's it's funny enough that people are like, oh, I actually enjoyed that. And there's some other stuff that, you know, we, we miss the mark sometimes.
3: The OJ Eats
2: or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, Cooking <laughs> with OJ, the yeah, OJ with OJ. Yeah. 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 I've got a new idea for you, by the way, for that's one here. of those. So, you know, do you know Aaron Aaron Piketty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I want to do... Aaron Piquetti spaghetti or Ooh. spaghetti with, Aaron spaghetti, with spaghetti with spaghetti with Piquetti. Yeah. Just all the different ways. <laughs> <We> <laughs> could do that. That's Absolutely. just because he wants a
1: spaghetti after. Well, yeah. the whole, the whole reason we <laughs> got kind of with the OJ
0: with OJ was there was this Purdue basketball player a few years ago. Uh, his name was Basil Smotherman, I think. And so they did like cooking with basil. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where the whole, like, and then, you know, smitting them. And that's, that's probably the toughest thing I'm finding out. And you all have known this cause you've taught a little bit longer than I have is. And, and just from, from the coaching aspect, no seniors leave you're like dang like yeah it's like getting new co-workers pretty much every single year like you have your same teachers that you work with but the people like the kids that you're spending the most of your time with that's changing every single year so like last year losing you know a smitty and a tristan Yagi and right. brady wire and grace molusky and you know all those people that you work with and then you know this year we've got like uh, turner's and stanifers and you know those kind of kids that have been around and Next year, you've got like your Ava that's on Glory Days and all that. So that's that's probably been the toughest thing is that when that graduation happens, every other teacher's like, "Oh, I'm so ready for summer." And I'm like, "Yeah, but oh, this you're is you're suck. building a program. Like yeah, you're, you're
1: right. building a program yeah, now. So eventually, it's going to get easier and easier. Like just just like us, right? Like so, yeah, we lost a, you know a bunch of seniors and stuff. But when they've been doing our offense, our defense all their lives, and then it's their time, they're ready to go. You're you're starting to going to reap that benefit pretty soon. So I think I mean your quality. Like don't get me wrong, I think the guys last year that you had, truthfully kind of put you in a step forward. Like, I think Grace and Tristan and, and Smee, just an name three up the top, had to do a phenomenal job. But, I mean, Caden Turner's meant for this. Like, Collins is meant for this. Like, you have some quality people coming up in the ranks that I think are going to be pretty good at this stuff.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, bring a different – just like football, you know, the one group of seniors come out, the next one comes up. It's a different feel. They're good at different things. But
3: the program can still be good, you know, just in a different way. Speaking yep. of Smitty, yeah. I know he's going to
1: be uh, oh, listening, listening to, to this, this for yeah. sure. For
3: sure, and he has officially, as of today, been removed from huddle, so he is off the team. <laughs> I'm sorry, Smitty, Absolutely. I yeah, Although he did have I like 15 Smitty.
1: minutes last week. He was putting in, he putting in time. He but, was watching film. Oh, yeah, he, for like, sure.
2: Corley, he, t- he, he might have sent form, me a man. message and asked – to share the film with him. He was yesterday. not happy with the, yesterday. Play, <laughs> the play of the scrimmage. That's
0: crazy. So he's still <laughs> as interested in like breaking down film.
3: No, he's an informant. I don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, he's an informant. I think he's selling mm-hmm. our info somewhere. for sure.
0: <laughs> hey, you got to grind. You're in college now. You got to find those ways to make money.
3: Side note. Do we have rain equipment for any time it rains outside or what? So, a funny story about that, actually, because yeah. I
0: knew that was going to be brought up. Um, and this, of course, all stem when John called me out via corporation-wide email. for saying that, hey, the boys on D-Day didn't mind the rain. So, this past, at the start of summer, I said, hey, Webby, you know, construction guy, engineering teacher. I was like, and our quarterback coach is like, we want to build something that protects us from the rain. Now, ideally, like what you all have on the far side set up for the guys oh, up in the box. So
1: you did the same mistake I did, though. You you came here thinking Webby, shop teacher, can build something. <laughs> exactly. Webby is nowhere near that kind of guy. Nope. He, <laughs> he had all the designs in the world, but if you look <laughs> out there, there's still he nothing
0: can, built. Yeah, so yeah. He can design it on the computer, that's yeah. for sure. But So we, we get together at the start of the summer, and I'm like, hey, we want to build something. And so we started looking at some different ideas. And uh you know here we here we are hoping week one or week two I guess is our first home game that it doesn't rain because <laughs> we don't have anything now. What I did find last year, so what I was about to say was with where all the football coaches that are up in the box, uh, you all have pretty nice coverage up there. And we, we did a track meet that it did rain, and we already had all of our cameras and stuff set up, and we were pretty protected. I would like to do something like that where we have kind of some side flaps so you don't get that raining from the side. But you know the other thing too is how much do you want to build when we're about to go through a renovation project, and you know some of that press box stuff will be touched and. Sure. You know, for anything moving forward, I've told David Edens that press boxes need to have flat roofs that are load-bearing so we can put cameras up there for Correct. better vantage points and, and things like that. So
2: We got some heavy coaches, too, so it better be load-bearing up there. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: going to say, I didn't really want to call anybody out, but there was definitely some heavy breathing at the start of this <laughs> podcast. Like, I could hear a...
3: Oh, well, we, yeah.
0: did, we did just have some, some barbecue. Yeah. yeah. A lot that was of it.
3: delicious. Yeah.
0: So, I want to also bring in, then, since we're kind of talking about sports and stuff like that. Um, Shocker. The one thing that... I, you know I kind of just tweeted it as not really a joke but let's try to get something going with the hashtag why whiteland so we'll start <laughs> with you gunner when you think of why, why I know like you know someone made the comment it's like man whiteland has so many different hashtags and I was starting to think about it, I was like yeah we have break the rock want to know yeah. hashtag dogs all the <laughs> stuff but what does why whiteland mean to you
2: uh, it, it comes from a lot of moving pieces um, things like this things like whiteland beat Whiteland high entertainment network mixed with other you know Uh, Mr. Eden's right running organizing everything the big picture of all the athletics obviously in my head why Whiteland directs right towards athletics um, But that's just because that's where my passions at right so all those moving pieces that make Whiteland Big time like coach Preston likes to call it right with with good coverage um, Streams just uh, a good game day feel at most sporting events really basketball football um and and softball at the end of the year last year that was always a wild atmosphere just just feeling that is is why Whiteland to me
3: so rudy what does why Whiteland mean to you then absolutely so why Whiteland means to me each town has their own mantra right they have their own thing okay greenwood has all the businesses they have that center grove has the entitlement all their little Mm. all their little shot fire there yeah, yeah franklin has a courthouse right they have a little bit of a town what does Whiteland have? Whiteland has Whiteland Community High School, All right, And that's why Whiteland, All right. And the, what we do in this building, all right, is why Whiteland? A lot of distribution at, centers, too. A lot of distribution. We might be the primes here yeah, soon, well, but well. Um, <laughs> but if you look at, I tweeted yesterday, actually, Sarah Rowe, our athletic trainer, if you looked at that video, that's why Whiteland.
1: Yeah, I it, to me, it, you know, it, it, kind of going to build off what Rudy said there, but like I said in the beginning, like, I never had a small town, and this is all a small town, and I I am a type A personality, and there's plenty of people in this world that do not like me, but it's only solely because I do care for these kids so much, and I'm not going to let people um, not give their full for the kids here as well. Like, I'm going to call people out on that, and that causes problems and ripples, and I get that. But it's because this school means so much to me. And Rudy's right. There's nothing but this high school. And truthfully, I love every kid in this high school, but we do not have Division One studs walking every which way. We don't have those kids in the hallways, truthfully. And for us to put together what we do athletically um, is unique. And you see that with people like Sarah who, I mean, like – I've had a lot of athletic trainers in my life, and no one has ever cared half as much as Sarah. Yeah, and, you,
0: like last year, you mentioned softball, and right. you don't have to go to the road games. No, but she was at every single road game yeah. that she could possibly be Absolutely. at, there, unless there was something else she had to cover.
1: Absolutely, and there's there's people all over the school that you point to like that. You know, I, I would those softball coaches were some, and truthfully, our basketball coaches I think cared deeply about our basketball program succeeding here. Uh, there, and there's people that give so much time all around here, you being one of them that it's you don't find that everywhere and especially when you know again you just said we have we're having updates that are coming to the school because we all know they're drastically needed here like you know we don't have the prettiest building we don't have the prettiest fanciest stuff but we make it work in this building because it is Whiteland, and we care so much about that
0: yeah i think the reason i started the whole you know hashtag why Whiteland was for me you know you talk with edens and just kind of see what happens and you know, I, I'm not gonna bring up any specific names, but you see kids that are super talented that spend their entire educational career here from K through eight, and then maybe a year here, and then decide, hey, I'm gonna go to Greenwood, hey, I'm gonna go to Franklin, or go to Ciner Grove. <laughs> you, and want, for me, you want some names? No, we're not gonna make name <laughs> any names here. We're not. We're not gonna pull out our Dan Dockish here. <laughs> but uh, you know, the the one thing that I that I start to think about is, you know, and it's it's different for me because, like you said, Rudy, you've been here, you've been in Johnson County. I've been here for this is two going on three years, and. It's like Center Grove doesn't have a radio TV program. And if they called me up and said, hey, we want to, you know, offer you X amount of dollars to come and do that.
2: What's X amount?
0: I don't know. That's the thing. It's like someone, if they said, (laughs) like someone said, so if they offered you $25,000 more, would you take it? And I said, honestly, I don't think I would. And people say you're stupid for that. And I said, but I really love where I'm at. And I love the community I'm at. And you can't really Mm -hmm. put a price tag, especially for someone that's worked in, you know, busy seasons of doing broadcasting and sales for $18,000 a year, my first job. And then doing sales at a double-A where you're spending every night of the summer at the ballpark. And then my last job was good, made some decent money, but wasn't really something I was passionate about. It's like, why would I leave where I love? Oh, yeah. And, you know, for this school, it's, it, it's kind of like I call it, like, it's a blue-collar mentality. You play with a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. And I, th- I, the very fact that I didn't know what Whiteland was when I came right, here is, exactly. is like ahead, I
1: mean, I, I hope I'm not speaking that term for you guys. We've all had job offers since we've been here. Yep, I mean, yep. I've had – I can – Count them out for you. How many people have called me up looking for me to get out here, and I won't do it. And I've been offered the more money. I've been offered all that, and there's just something that's keeping me here right now. And and kind of like you, like I I don't know what the number is. I hope I don't have to find out. Mm -hmm. Um, but it 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 is just a special place like that.
0: Yeah, and I think too when you when you think about uh back to our very first staff or second staff day that we had before the kids got in, the one thing like of. You go through all the building operations and stuff like that, and it's, you know, I think every teacher will tell you, and even administration is like, yeah, it's kind of a pain in the butt because it is just, it's, you know, a laundry list of things you have to go through. My favorite part is, you know, everybody knows with education, you know, people talk about teachers are underpaid, teachers are leaving the profession at a, at a high rate. But what Dana Griffin stood up and said, hey, how many people are graduates of Whiteland? Quite a few hands shoot up. How many people did their uh, student teaching here at Whiteland? A lot of hands go up. How many people have been here for over 20 years? A lot of hands still up. And she's like, it shows that this place is special work work at, and you know there might be problems here and there that you have to deal with, but that's going to be any job, and it just kind of goes to show that wow, this is a, a great place to yeah. be, at. and that's kind of your that was kind of the the starting hashtag why Whiteland moment of this year for me was there are people that want to be here, and it, when when the job gets difficult, it's like, you know, that's what it is. That's going to be every job, and the grass isn't always greener. Absolutely, people
1: people aren't whatever. All right, we're getting into it. People aren't leaving here because of pay. People are leaving here when they're not involved in something that brings right. them back every right. day. And if that's, if you're not getting that from just teaching or just whatever you're doing in this building, that's on you to find what what drives you. And that goes for
0: students as well, I think. Absolutely. Students that don't get yep. the,
1: the best out of their high school
0: experience to say, well, what are you involved in? Right. Nothing. Well, you're, right. so you're putting, in, it is a job for you because you're coming from 740 to three, you know, 250 and then you're gone. Checking yeah. all the boxes. Yep. Yeah. And, but you're not, you know. You know, I I think someone like uh, Lily Badel told me, like, I didn't know anybody on the track team last year. Right. And now she's like best friends with Amelia Edens. Like, you meet people through getting involved and doing things. Like, that is how that works. Yes. You have people in your class, but you're
1: going to see them for 82 minutes every other day. And cool. half of them are going to have their headphones in and not talk. Right. So it's like if you're not involved in something outside of that classroom, you, there's, you're just not going to find the happiness, truthfully.
3: Cool. And I think it's our job as coaches in, in, in your program to bring those people together. Coach. Yeah, you're co- our you you co- really coach. Coach
1: co- like,
0: co- 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 of life. Yeah, hey, co- co- he, co-
1: he, you, know, you want to talk coach. about who's there, who's not? Coach Rudolph, someone was there with us the other night watching film. Someone That's wasn't. true.
0: I heard it, only took me, it only took me two, oil. three seasons. But uh, Did
2: he it's make like, it the whole time? No.
0: God. Oh, hey no. <laughs> I will say like when they say they're going back to watch film guys if you're listening to this when they say they're going back to watch film it's like okay I'm sitting here at 12 they like alright well we, I guess we gotta be wrapping up soon they're like probably there till what time did Joe leave John like uh, we 1:30 were done about to? no 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 no. we were done at 3.30 yeah there you go so, <laughs> okay Hobbies.
3: did you learn is it the jet sweep or fly sweep what'd you learn I was just, the uh, the one You're takeaway, not gonna answer that I'm not going to answer that okay. because the
0: one thing I learned was uh, shuffle, shuffle, vertical, <laughs> shuffle, <Ooh. laughs> shuffle, shuffle, We vertical. won't say what play that is. Go, go, yeah. go spend hand. a lot of time on
1: the shuffle, shuffle, just vertical, the
0: vertical, yeah, so, but I uh, no, that, because now I'm getting into that, and I have been since probably the all-star break of baseball, so like, earlier I'm like, man, we got to get football back, like, at all levels, you know, we got high school starting this week, uh, college is right around the corner, and then I'm starting to... Love that we've got Hard Knocks on on HBO. I don't know if so you that's know, good have been isn't been watching it, yeah, it. man. Dan Campbell, I, Hard Knocks has a way of just making you want to root for that team. Yeah, and, and Dan Campbell's—I uh, mean—a a pure football. Not the Colts guy. one; that one sucked. Well, that was in season, so it's a little yeah. bit different. you are not getting to see all the the buildup going into the season. Yeah. But I want to do a Hard Knocks or at least a mic'd up of uh, Whiteland football. Ooh, but uh, yeah, I
1: see. I kind of i I was totally with that idea, or having you know, we brought up the podcast so we were going to do when you first came here, but we never did. But something where because I think that's that's our next step in your broadcasting stuff is like somebody has to, travel, to start travel with teams in season like I mean you're talking to basketball Ron you're talking everything like how cool would it be to have that Whiteland hard knocks for all that, these different sports yeah that
2: inside look you know that right. actually seeing that family atmosphere one well, yeah. thing
0: too because that the, one of the projects we did last year with B-Roy was working on it and uh, Julian Prescott worked on it we had you know probably four or five different people was that behind the scenes of the Johnson County right And it turned out to be like, you know, you never know what's going to happen. You play that first game against GCA, you expect to make it through. But then, you know, Greenwood had to slow it down style. You could easily lose that game. But you win, now you're playing Cinegrove. And the story's not as good. If you lose it, you still tell the story. Mm -hmm. But you have, you know, we put in the radio call that Jaden had. And we have Julian that's filming in the student section, all these different plays. And it it is really kind of cool to get through those projects. And, you know, I always tell people... You know, the, even though the one that we did with uh, DG and uh, Will Davis last year was mic up at the golf practice. It was Damn. so windy because I not really <laughs> hear him, but just the stuff that you don't get to hear when you're sitting on the sidelines, it right. kind of makes those projects fun to do. And
1: that's my goal this year is to get the, the student section back. I think we, COVID kind of hit us a little bit with that. And it's time that we get back to everybody supporting every other sport. Well, I mean, And I know that they've, uh, pep rallies and all that stuff. Yeah, so yeah.
0: Pep rallies. I know people complain about them, but it's also like, I don't know how you can complain about that. It's just nice to have that. Or, you know, even like do it during
1: fit and make it optional. You sign up to go. And it, it, that's the stuff in school that we're missing now. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, everything you talked about it being a job earlier, yep. like, why are, why are we coming to school if it's not to help the entire kid grow not just the educational side and if you I mean taking away something that supports our school like that I, we gotta get that I mean, kind of stuff. mean if back. you
2: think back to your high school days I mean yeah pep do you, rallies do you remember math 101 complications like. yeah I mean complications <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the pep and rallies have always been kind
0: of stupid but like we had I'll, I'll never forget one where we had There's, mean, they're stupid if you make them stupid yeah. this guy was the biggest like not he was short but he was built and this this guy actually now is living on a Small dinghy out in Maryland, like trying to survive on a sailboat. But he ripped a phone book in half. Like, the guy's like, there was a str- they were on the strong man. He's like, watch what I can do. And everybody's like, oh. He's like, yeah, no one here can do it. Who wants to give it a shot, though? And yeah. this dude, like, it took him two seconds. He ripped. It. He's like, oh my god, that's the first student I've ever seen do
1: that. Right. Like, get the hypnotist that makes kids do silly stuff. Yeah. Like, do stuff but like but that. Get, let Rudy RKO me off of yeah. we like, yeah.
3: like, it would. We'll break that table again. Or yeah, do like absolutely. you know we always do. Sorry, like the, sorry, you can. The
0: <laughs> fundraiser where it was like you get to you know then they you <laughs> vote on what teacher you'd want to pine the Phillies yeah. Absolutely. Stuff, I, I
3: think we have forgotten in education. This is my biggest grief with education is we have forgotten that kids are meant to play. They learn by playing. They they, they enjoy playing and. So So, if we give them that, they'll invest in our class just
1: a little bit more. Yeah, we're so big into moving around the classroom right now. You know what moves kids? Getting them down to the gymnasium to do something different. Well, the just day. take a look at Mike Lespiew's classroom. One of our math teachers
0: and yeah. head tennis coach here. He's got a putting green. He's right. got a yep. you know basketball hoop that if you answer a question right or whatever, you get to you know take a putt or absolutely. you know, take a right. shot at the basket. Yeah. So and if right. you
2: ask kids what's one of you know if you yeah. ask a lot of kids what their favorite teacher is, he's, yeah, he I, comes I, up a lot. I and I there's mean, a reason he was teacher, there's he a he was teacher, state math teacher of the, year, like,
0: math teacher like, the yeah. year and stuff like that. So right. he does a great job. And that's one thing that you know I always tell kids too. Like my first year that we started here. I was just using what had been always used in this class in terms of curriculum. We start off with about advertising techniques and then the second EL, essential learning was we're going to talk about the history of radio and TV and we wouldn't really touch cameras until October. Yeah. And then I was like man these kids are bored. Uh-huh. So we switched it to this is a radio TV class we're going to start off with running cameras. So this year like especially like we're we're learning how to zoom and how to focus the basics, how to record and our different shot types. but you get kids that are more like, Oh, this is awesome from the very get
1: go rather than sitting there for two months. Yeah, we were be. in week one and you had kids with cameras out throughout the hall already. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's yeah, impressive. Co- uh, Cooper,
2: what's his name?
0: Cooper. Cooper Williams?
2: Yeah, Cooper. I just call him Coop. But he walked into my classroom and he had that microphone. I said, you're not gonna arm wrestle me again, are you?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did that. And that's their thing too is like, I even you know talked about having the fun is we're not a TikTok class, but yeah. we do occasionally do some TikToks because they're fun. It's new. It's, it's media. It's mm-hmm. new. And that's what, you know, kids are on, too. I think so. us
1: three do TikTok for the food.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, do that's that. <laughs> just looking for recipes. Yeah. Tell, tell us about your new class you're teaching this year.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, ta- I'm taking on your book. So, uh, with Brooke Fuentes, who had previously taught your book here. And, uh, as soon as I told David Edens that, hey, I'm doing your book, he's like, ooh, bad idea. That's kind of what I got with lacrosse. Too. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, why is that? And he's like, there's a lot of work that goes in your book. And we haven't really got to that heavy load yet, but, um, you know, it's nice that in a couple of different regards, one that I've got Brooke to work with because she's done it before. So she knows the ins and outs of how it needs to run. And the kind of the reason they wanted me to, to do it with her was I'm at these events, right? I know right. what's going on around the school. You know, we helped out your book last year cause we started taking pictures in the spring. Hey, now you've got softball. You didn't have softball. Here's your softball pictures. We've already got girls golf. Cause I went out to girls golf. So stuff like that, that helps out. And it also, because both of those classes are now production classes. I'm not having to prep a business lesson, which helps, which means that I've got more time to actually put into our productions and getting ready for broadcast and things like that. But it's a uh, Monday, so I guess when this podcast comes out tomorrow, first broadcast girls' soccer against Ron Colley. we'll be seeing. We've got a new piece of equipment. To be on the lookout for broadcast this year. We got a roaming camera, wireless roaming camera. So what's that mean? It's like a drone? No. Yeah. So <laughs> essentially, like where we for football, for example, where we're up on that platform, we'll have our two cameras up there, but we'll have one that they can go to the back on of the, the end side zone, they can go on the sideline, oh, you know, watch Fisher. Talking to quarterback, whatever. Okay. You know, there's there's Coach Preston yelling at his yeah, defense. Probably keep it away from me. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, just go over in front of the student section. You know, like they yeah. kind of would do for you know college games. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. that's so, cool. Yeah, that's cool. It'll be uh.
3: You can do sideline reporters now. Yeah, speaking of girl next soccer next.
0: Yeah, coach coach they're gonna be good, huh? Speaking of girl soccer, actually both, Mags, soccer, yeah, both soccer. Coach Mags us.
3: is an underrated coach around here. He is a great coach. He's, great he's got human. a great soccer mind too. Yes, yes. It's funny though,
0: because and I wanted to. We have about eight minutes or so before we, all, we have to wrap it up for you guys. So let's let's end off with talking about some of the coaches around here because Mags is one that if you just saw him in the hallway, you'd be like low-energy guy because he's kind of like laid back, like, yep. hey, Rudy, hey. Unless you're standing Corny. around in the hallway. Yes. Yeah. But then you get out on the soccer field and I watch him in a game, he's like, ladies, <laughs> what are we doing? And you're like, he's just into it all the time. And Van Horn, kind of a goofy guy, like fun to be around up in the classroom, and then I'll be around him at a practice. And he's like, we're awful today and like you just you know coach like you all know coach talk mm-hmm. it's different yeah. when you're out there on the and, you know between the lines and competing and practicing oh. but uh yeah those two they, they should be both primed for good good year I, and I think I, two go ahead John you know,
1: I was just about to say like you just named two one, good ones but there are a lot around mm-hmm. here that I think we're starting to finally get the right fit of coaches mm-hmm. here and like those guys especially but there's ones in every season right now that they care a lot about their sport and I mean, we us three know. I mean, football's been successful here for a while, but it's because there's been a group of coaches that have cared for a long time, and that's where it has to start. And both those guys definitely care. I mean, they're growing their programs too. Boy soccer's got three teams, three teams now. Really like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, they haven't had that. Boy soccer know. didn't have a JV last year. They've got right. a full JV team. Yeah, I, well, we go to lacrosse, right? Yeah. He asked for some of our lacrosse girls to give soccer a shot, and from what I've heard, I mean, we've had a couple of girls that's that have gone out yeah. and given a shot, which nice is, thing is awesome. Is too,
0: that, that means that the varsity games aren't starting at 530, which was like me trying to get home and get back. <laughs> It, like yeah. as fast as possible so we could be set up and ready to go but I was also going to say bouncing off that we we are so unique in the fact and maybe maybe this is just me seeing what I see around me but how many coaches that we have that are in our school or in our school corporation I think we only have off the top of my head maybe two that yep. aren't I know uh we and then you know you know Mitchell who is you know she resigned but she mm-hmm. was at the middle school um you know our our new softball coach she's she's in the school we've got I think Jill Kane she's volleyball is not is, uh, she might Correct. be one of the ones. I'm trying to just go through my head. but like Coaches
1: make great teachers. Yes, they do. Yeah. Uh,
0: every fall sport, I'm pretty sure, if I looked at the wall. Oh, Scotty Kern, but he's at the middle school. But everyone else is at the school, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Winter Correct. sports, both girls' and boys' basketball. Swim is now at the school.
1: And, I mean, we talked about us getting wrestling. bigger. With us getting bigger, it has to be like that. Like, it, it's so hard to be a teacher that or to be a coach that's not going to be in this building, be the head coach of a program, like, not see – I couldn't imagine it. Um, there's some football coaches around here that are able to do it, but – To not see the kids every day and not be there, I mean, you know, we talked about how special this group is for us. Well, what people don't understand is, and I hope I'm not embarrassing any of them, but, you know, usually you have a couple kids that struggle through things in life, Um, you know, a couple seniors that you have to watch out for. This is the toughest senior class I've ever, ever seen and they go through more problems in their lives than anybody else in this building, uh, truthfully. And it's, you know, we have to be there. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that we've had kids come crying to us throughout the last year or so. And so it, to, to not have that for every sport, I, I just I couldn't imagine not being in the classroom every day and be being there for our guys if something were to go wrong when it does. Yeah, great
3: coaches make great teachers.
0: Yeah, I think that's, you know, at the end of the day, why, you know, I always say, like, I'm ready for summer to be over. Like, I like the free time. It gives you a chance to go and, like, you know, travel, maybe play more golf and stuff like that. But once once that last day of school hits, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm, now I'm still worried about that senior class. Yeah. And I'm like, but then as you get towards the school year, I'm like, I've, I've forgotten about Smitty, and I forgot because I'm starting to worry about what are we going to do this year? How can we make ourselves better? Right. And that's just the cycle, but it is, it is fun to build those relationships. And that's, I think, the best part. I went from an office of three with my last job to an office of you know two thousand plus now with you know all the yeah. people that I get to work with, so
1: and, and you're making a difference. I mean like, you know we all we all know OJ here, and yep. you know OJ's part one of yours now, and he enjoys being around you. And so like you know that you know he's, he's a great kid, and I love those kids, but you've made a difference in kids' life that truthfully you, you'll never be able to replicate that. And, and, and that's,
0: those and some of those kids like OJ is a great example. Like if you know OJ, just know he's got. Such an outgoing personality, and last year we and butted heads a, a few times. And there was one time when he said he was like he was getting on my nerves. I said, "You know what, OJ, I think you need to drop to class." He's like, "He's like, bet." Oh, he's like, "Write me a pass. I'll go talk to my counselor right now." Mm-hmm. I was out of orange passes, and so <laughs> so he ended up like he said, "He's like, no, seriously, I was going to go drop to class." I'm like, well, "I guess it's a good thing since you're back that I didn't have any orange passes because you obviously wanted to be in here." And you uh, know that's that's kind of the fun part. Well. We've got about three minutes left here, so let's just wrap it up with uh, getting back to football because you all are the football guys. Week one, Columbus East. We're not going to do any score predictions because that's always a bad thing to do right before you go play an opponent. Don't need any bulletin board material. But what are the let's say what are the three keys to the season in terms of if we want to if we want to see Whiteland win a sectional, maybe win a regional, and you know the ultimate prize is a state title. What are the three things that Whiteland has to do? We'll start with Rudy. What's your? We'll, we'll give you one each. Rudy, what's your one thing that Whiteland has to do? And we're going to say this also. I don't want any of the catchphrases. So you can't start with, we can't let Whiteland <laughs> beat Whiteland. Up. Cause I know someone was about to say it.
1: Well, you just took, yeah, yeah. yeah so stay away from, we got go <laughs> oh. no, to go one and zero oh, or Whiteland can't be one. <laughs>
3: no, I'll be honest. We have to, um, limit the lows. All right. Um, and what I mean by that is, is when we, when we mess up on a play, when we are mad at each other, whatever that may be, okay, we have to pick each other up from a team perspective, whether that be coaches or the kids, um, we saw that on Friday night. We went low for two or three plays and it ended up being a touchdown because no one picked that one or two players up. So if we can limit those lows, that we'll the keep no, the highest highs. Was
0: that the no-fly zone touchdown?
3: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs>
0: that sounded an awful lot, too, like, Whiteland can't beat Whiteland, but... John you're you're
1: I'll go opposite we gotta celebrate the highs um, it's hard to win football games it's tough to make plays on a football field um, probably more so in football than any other sport uh, for the work that you have to put in all week to play one game for one moment and it, you know let's take the no-fly zone for example a corner messes up one time it's a touchdown and so for us to be perfect every week all week um, we're gonna have to live up to the moment but we gotta celebrate with each other and celebrate each one you know each individual play we make because our guys feed off the energy um you know zeke ramey might be the most energetic football player i've ever met in my life he's five foot two he's a buck forty and he's my starting middle linebacker because that dude provides so much energy for this team and if we when we're playing and we're grooving um those highs are are just they they swarm other teams like uh we we've made some teams this summer i think truthfully not want to play us because we had so much energy on our sideline
3: I will say, for the record, it was my position group that made his touchdown possible.
2: Thank you. I was going to definitely lead with that. I knew you were. (laughs) Um, for for me, it's similar. Notice both those guys, both uh, Rudy and, and Coach Preston, right? Both mentioned mental stuff, and I and I couldn't agree more. My key for success this year is completely mental. You know, the Hayes in the barn with the physical part. We've had our off season. Um, you know, we still have some physical things to do, right, Coach Rudolph? But yes. uh, to maintain kind of where we're at and and stay fresh and all that, but. Um, the mental side of football making sure we're all on the same page we all understand the mentality we need to have each week because it's a little bit different depending on the opponent and the time of the season and all that and how we're doing so the the mental piece if we can all be on the same page that family type atmosphere as long as everybody's you know on the same page um, I think that's the key all yeah. right so two things all right
1: one you're on the hot seat because you came out to dinner after the scrimmage if we play poorly on Friday you're no longer invited True. two what's your key for our season
0: Ooh. there's one thing that uh coach non who is now obviously with the chip ganassi racing kind of mentioned about just you talk about the ebbs and flows of a week and he said you know it was so weird last year that we would have a terrible week in the weight room and then play the best football of our life and then we'd have a great week in the weight room and come out and play so flat so the one thing just hearing that last year is you know it's it's kind of one of those things that everybody goes back to is consistency and knowing that Everything you do in the week leading up to a game has to be the same whether you, if we go out and we beat Franklin 62 nothing in a rivalry game, everybody's going to be hype. But if you lose 62 to nothing, you have to go in and put the same work in every single week, prepare, and that's why I go back to one of our things we talked at the very beginning, is if the state championship is at the back of the mind and the 1-0 every week gets you there, you have to keep that as a fuel for the fire, chip on the shoulder, because regardless, you know, Indiana sectionals are different than any other State, there is. Like, everyone makes it. We can lose every single regular season game and play, like, within a point of every opponent and play great or play bad or whatever and still win a state championship. You don't want to do that. You want to play consistently and play your best football every week.
1: I, I think that's the biggest it. thing. If you I lose, you lose, it. but if you play your best, you have nothing And to speaking your head about. on that consistency, then, and I'm done, um, there were some people in week four when that did happen last year and we were at our lowest of lows that didn't even know the score, or maybe celebrated with the other team, and that's in the back of our minds. Don't worry about it you did use a lot of uh, clichés right there just to let you yeah, know. football yeah, is the sport
0: full of clichés so you just puked out coaching clichés you can't really uh, you can't really talk to football guys without mentioning all the clichés so um, but that will about wrap us up here for our first episode of season 2 of chit chat with Corley guys thank you so much for being here thank we'll you. say one thank last you. thing i wanted to say before and i don't want to forget it is you talked about family one of my favorite things about coming to games especially in the road when i'm not broadcasting is i get down there in the stadium before the game and I don't want the guys to start getting unfocused, but it's always nice when a player comes up. You know, Daniel Adams last year, high fives like, man, we're, we're, we're amped tonight. And just hearing from the players, and the players taking at least a second to say, hey, so it's nice to be part of that that football family and just the athletic family in general. That's that was one of the big reasons I came and took this high school job was I love high school athletics, and being a part of the community makes it so much more special. And you guys are part of that, so we appreciate Absolutely. you, Corey. We appreciate Absolutely. you. Being All right, hard. we're gonna let Rudy. Go home and see uh, his kid, your kid, however it was referred to. M. Dog. Uh, our kid, M. Dog. Your kid, yes. M-dog. Your M. Dog. M. Dog. And then, uh, John, you got some cleaning up to do, I think, And the. Uh, yep. We, got, we got more football. Games. Gunner has yeah. some cleaning up to we'll do. Our break. Gunner, Gunner needs a nap. It looks like. <laughs> a lot of carbs. There you a lot go. of carbs. All right. Well, that will wrap us up for Coach Renard, Coach Preston, Coach Rudolph. I'm Lucas Corley. This has been Chit Chat with Corley.